Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sunny Valley Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sunny Podcast. Pleased to say joining me now is Mr. Chairman Bruce Elliott. Hello, Bruce. How are you? Morning, Mike. Very well, thank you very much indeed. With less than a week to go now. I know it's, it's getting to the very exciting stage. On last week, I think I spoke to a couple of fans on uh, Wednesday, and it suddenly dawned on me the next time I was going to see them was going to be at Wembley. Uh, it was like, oh my God, it's it's there. <laughs> it's it's just around the corner. I know. Um, how are you feeling? Is it? sunk in or still too much um, to do? There's been a lot to do. There really has been an awful lot to do. Um, I, I'm comparing it in a strange sort of way to uh, you know, getting promotion last season. Um, I don't think we quite realised uh, what was going to be involved in the step up to be a football league club for the first time. And in a sort of not dissimilar way, similar situation has arisen, you know, we were at Wigan celebrating, and I don't think we quite realised what uh, was needed. Um, but look, it, it, it should be all right on the day. Um, you know, as long as everybody's got their tickets and they've got their right seats and they're in the right room. And um, but look, you know, you, you'd swap it, wouldn't you? Because no money could buy this day. Um, you can have all the money in the world, and you can't buy the day out that clubs have at Wembley so very special yeah absolutely there's a couple of things that you kind of touched on that I wanted to mention um firstly Matt kind of uh targeted this competition um I remember him talking about it at the um the meet the manager um evening did you did you really think it was on I mean I I'm not saying that Matt's a liar under any circumstances, especially as I'm really speaking to him. But when he kind of says it, you're like, oh, come on, this is this is a big competition. There's lots of big teams in it. I think um, uh, I think it was a situation at the beginning of the season, you know, the brief was to get our 50 points to stay in the league for season mm-hmm. number two as a football league club. Um, no, we didn't. I don't think we ever talked about it. I did sort of drop in to conversations with him on more than one occasion that probably my personal remaining ambition as chairman was to 
be at Wembley with Sutton United. Um, and he'd probably say I banged on about it much too much. <laughs> and he could be right, although I'd have to deny that. But the bottom line is that um, I think when we got the group stage situation and we saw that the games were against Crystal Palace under 21s plus um, an away game at Fratton Park at Portsmouth and a home game against, you know, our local rivals and good friends, AFC Wimbledon. You know, you looked at that group stage and thought, Blame, you couldn't have picked a better group yourself. And you then start thinking, and as the competition wore on and we topped the group, um, and then it went into the knockout stages, we had some good fortune with um, home draws. And we got through the penalty shootout. Dino saved three penalties in succession, as we all know. And then suddenly you're getting rather excited because it is then, you know, Wembley is starting to tap you on the shoulder and say, well, you know, I'm not that far away, guys. Mm. Um, but personally, um, we got to the semi-final draw and I thought to myself, oh, that's a tough game, Wigan away. But, you know, these boys and the management team never know when they're beaten. And, you know, they pulled another rabbit out of the hat and penalty shootout is one never to be forgotten. And suddenly, yes, you, it, it has sunk in, but it hasn't sunk in, if that's not mm -hmm. a ridiculous statement, because obviously we know we're at Wembley, we're going through it all, but it has been a lot of work for a lot of people at the club. But, you know, what else did we expect? You know, Sutton United at Wembley after 41 years. Anybody under 40 will never have seen this club at Wembley before. Well, and even I, not the new Wembley either. So yeah, I, I've, I've, I've only been following for like 33 years. So I've definitely, a couple yeah. of times you're like, oh, could we? No, we're not going to. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing. But for me, it kind of didn't sink in, but it was... I stayed over at Wigan and it was breakfast the next day as I'm scrolling through social media. After all the emotion, something was like, hang on, there's another game here. It's not just about getting to Wembley. There's, there's a whole other thing that we've got to notch it up again. Um, but it, might, it must have been amazing for you because I, I saw you come onto the pitch and um, holding your head like that to Matt, <laughs> to Matt, kind of almost saying, what have you done? Well... The, the, the strange thing is, looking back on that, um, you know, I thought to myself, right, if we get through this semi-final, then I'm going to, I rarely do this because, um, but going into the dressing room after a game, mm -hmm. you know, I'm very conscious that that's not the sort of thing you do on a regular basis, or I don't think it should be um, for officials. But I had worked out for myself that, you know, if by any chance we got through this, then obviously uh, I needed to get into that dressing room and say, well done to them all. But the dressing rooms, if you remember, are on the very far side. We yeah. came out right over on the far side in the corner. And I thought to myself, oh, that's going to be a trek. <laughs> so when it actually happened and we got through, I thought, well, there's only one thing to do here. I've got to go on the pitch and say, well done to them there instead of the dressing room. That was my thinking. But um, sort of I, I did that and then three or four of the other guys followed and and why not? And, you know, that was just a moment that, you know, you, you'll never forget, isn't it? So all those supporters cheering and, you know, <laughs> Tuesday night at Wigan, you know, how good was that? And the atmosphere was brilliant. That was, I, I had a few friends who were kind of follow different teams, but they were watching it and they said, how many of you are there? And I was like, it felt like there was loads because I was in it and it felt loads. Mm. Um, and they said, all we can hear is the Sutton fans, um, which is mental. Cause I, I think know. it was only like 350 of us. Yeah. Um, and that's 349 who were seeing and one just sitting there going. Right, right at the end, I know you came onto the pitch to give your congratulations to the players, but then you were kind of dragged over a little bit to the supporters. How, how did that feel when you, you got that, that, that huge round of applause as well? Um, you can't really put it into words, actually. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my doing. I mean, the manager grabbed me, and I think, <laughs> I think it was Goody on the other side. I'm not quite sure, actually, but um, somebody did film it, and 
I hadn't actually realized what was happening until I saw it back. Somebody, you know, amongst the supporters had filmed it. Mm -hmm. I think it was Matt's um, brother, actually. Um, and he shared it with us. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I doing here? You know, I mean, I'm not out of my comfort zone, but it, it's not the sort of usual way that you even celebrate a win. But that was a special win. And it was particularly special for me. And I keep banging on about it, as the manager will no doubt confirm. But, you know, Wembley is has just been my last remaining dream to be there with Sutton United. And I've been there three times before, but obviously not as chairman. And that's, that's, a, bit, that's a bit special. Um, so I've had to wait long enough for it. As you said, we've sort of, you know, had a, a skirmish with getting mm -hmm. there on a few occasions, but it's just that extra moment, that, that penalty cool. shootout. Oh my goodness. How, how many times did I watch that? Um, <laughs> and you think, well, is there going to be a different outcome this time? But yeah. no, um, but stressful though, isn't it? When you're watching very, it, oh my goodness. Very stressful, but the, the players, the management, they, they, they're all, I mean, they're a terrible bunch really, because they put us through this um, and then they play it down. Um, so you're Dino saying like oh, I was lucky enough to guess the right way, and it's like no, you've saved quite a few penalties and shootouts. You're not lucky enough to guess the right way. There's a lot of work that goes into this. Um, mm. Going into the penalty shootout, were you were you confident? Because I, I I knew there was no extra time, but when that final whistle went, I was like just thank God there's no extra time because our, our guys were just almost dead on their feet. Yes. Um, were, were you fairly confident going into it, or? Um... Just, no, I, I'm always a bit of a pessimist, but uh, with penalty shootouts for us. And the reason for that is history. You know, we, we I haven't got any sort of stats on this, but I, I suspect those who would have those statistics would probably come up with, you know, we've not as a club over many years had a great uh, success rate with penalty shootouts. That's my gut feeling, and I think I'm probably right. But obviously, having got through one in the earlier stages of the competition, you think, well, you know, we can do it. Um, and, yeah, look, it just went for us. You know, the ups and downs of a penalty shootout. My goodness me. But competitions <laughs> yeah. bigger than the Papa John's Trophy have been decided on penalty shootouts. You don't have to <laughs> like them, but, you know, they're great, aren't they, when you win? But they're not so clever if you lose. No. I mean, the Wigan fans... That certainly were met and lots of comments on on, on social media um, were very complimentary. They were like, okay, we lost on penalties, but it's not like you're a side that came here to play for penalties. Mm. Um, there was one occasion, I think it was Nick, who was explaining to some Wigan fans why why him and a bunch of other people were in tears after <laughs> after going out to celebrate or the fact we were in Wembley. Um, now I know you're you're a big fan of social media and you're always on social media. <laughs> We'll swerve that. Uh, <laughs> I assume that's not a question. <laughs> but there's lots and lots of comments. I don't know if anyone sort of brought it to your attention before. There's a lot of comments from a lot of fans who have, have said that they're really pleased for you personally because of reasons mentioned as well. Um, that, I mean, I don't know if you knew or not, but that, that must make you feel quite sort of strange inside knowing that people are, we're excited to be at Wembley, but then there's a lot of people that actually, I'm so pleased for Bruce. Well, um, if I'm being honest, I didn't know that. So um, obviously that's very nice to hear. But you know, perhaps they're just remembering that I'm just one of them, aren't I? I'm just a supporter. That's that's all I've ever been, and you know, all I've ever done is is what I think is best for this football club. In fact, I got yanked or into being chairman 26 years ago is another matter. But look. Um, I'm no different from any of them. And, you know, I love going in the bar and seeing people and <clears throat> never seem to have time to chat for long enough. But and no, I, I don't really do social media, but, you know, I'm very flattered to hear that, you know, people have been very kind and said such things. But, you know, it's all about the club, isn't it? It's all about the supporters. It's all about the other people, all the other volunteers. And, you know, I'm particularly pleased for them after last season where we won the league um, and, you know, 
it was virtually behind closed doors. We know about the Hartlepool game, but uh, even that was restricted numbers. But, you know, how nice is this as a thank you to all those loyal supporters, you know, and all the people that help us. I mean, you know, I just can't put into words how pleased I am for all of them that they've, you know, they, like us, we've all got a day at Wembley and nobody will ever forget that. People still remember 81. Unfortunately, I still remember the first one against Wimbledon in 63. <laughs> I was very young then, Mike, I'd like to very point young. out. Very, very young. Um, but it's a special day and it's a special day for everybody involved in the club. And obviously people will have different memories of it, you know, if they've done it before, but they've never done it at the new Wembley, as we said. No. So that's, again, just... And, you know, what I'm saying to everybody is just make the most of it, you know, just mm. lap it up, do everything that you can, get there early, just savour <laughs> the moment, because it may never happen again. Or it could, it might happen in a couple of months' in time. In a couple of weeks' time, yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks' time, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Okay. I think Andy Kay said he was trying to find out what day, what time the gates opened, and he was going to get in there as they're unlocking the gates to sit down in his seat for the whole day, take, oh, no. as we say, take the whole thing in. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 just absolutely insane. It's not the sort of occasion you turn up at five to three, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I know there's some there's some talk about um, what bars people are going to, and I'm like. I'm not entirely sure I'm going to touch a drink beforehand because I, I just want the whole the whole day. Um, but as you mentioned, sort of seeing people in the bar, this is slightly off the Papa John's. Um, the it must be a bit strange this season because I know we've we've spoken a couple of times on here, but and we don't really um, do much on match days. But it must be strange seeing so many new faces around. Um, we we two, three, four years ago, you you pretty much knew everyone to, to sort of wave hello or not necessarily all their names but you, you, you knew that most people quite personally it must be quite strange seeing lots of new faces yeah we've talked about this quite a lot you know adrian and i sort of would have prided ourselves on knowing um you know nearly every spectator perhaps not always by name but by face and you know always trying to interact with them and make sure you know everybody's you know where they should be and in the right seat and you know just enjoying the occasion because that's what it's all about it's got to be fun for everybody um but you're right um i'm now sort of walking around before home games and you know seeing people and looking in the bar and we have a pre-match lunch which has got bigger and bigger and you know even at those i used to know everybody that came to the lunches i don't always now but like people are coming up to me and saying, oh, you know, well done, and how are you, and all right, Bruce, and I'm thinking, oh, I only wish I knew your name, <laughs> um, but you're right, it, it's, a, it's a strange scenario, but, you know, um, obviously, it's good that that's happening in a strange sort of way, I'm sure the Arsenal chairman doesn't know all the um, supporters, but we try to get to as many of them as we can, and we do try and interact. And it probably starts on a home match day with, you know, the pre-match lunch, and you know, I stand up and make a fool of myself and um, take the Mickey out of a few people, and they all seem to enjoy that. They take it in the spirit in which it's intended, and and then Adrian finishes off the day with the strikers a key, mm -hmm. clowning around. But how good is that as well? And you know, in between times, there's all sorts of other stuff going on. People having a, a beer and something to eat, and and somewhere stuck in the middle is a football match. <laughs> there, there was mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, Aaron, uh, the, the Daily Star chap. He, he was at the game because he likes to come to various different games, and he's he took a picture of Adrian going, "This is the vice chairman of a football league club standing up in a shiny jacket, shouting at everyone." I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody showed me that. And I never, said, never change. No, and exactly. I think that was the words used, wasn't it? Never yeah, change. Never change, Sutton um, United. Never change. And I did an interview this morning and um, earlier on, and uh, there was one of the questions was, you know, do you think that as a club you can retain the sort of ethos, the the sort of, you know, the way you are and the way you operate? Um you know, in the different environment of a football league club, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, my only answer to that was, well, we're desperately trying to do that because, um, 
it's people it's people that make clubs tick isn't it it's people mm-hmm. that make a club not whether you've got the best boardroom or whether you've got the best seated stand it's the welcome you get and we're very proud of the fact that people seem to go away from Sutton occasionally there's a little hiccup of course there is that's inevitable but the general feel from opposition supporters I think is that you know we are a welcoming club and why wouldn't you be you know isn't that what it's all about it's about people people coming down enjoying themselves and you know some you win some you lose you know league matches will be lost and you just have to say well done um come and have a beer come and have something to eat um you know we say see you next time round and i think you know adrian the rest of the board rest of the management committee you know that's what one of our strengths is that people are made to feel welcome and the hospitality is good. And it's been excellent at some of the places we've been, don't get me wrong. Um, hasn't been so good at one or two, but that's another story. But mainly at this level, the hospitality has been outstanding. Yeah. I, the, the and we're trying not to be left behind on that, if no, that's the right way of putting not. it, you know. But we're on a steep learning curve on many things and we're doing our best to address all the issues and take and, us up a level. And catch up with everything yeah. that's going on. So it's yeah. going to be the second second mad summer, I would imagine. Um, a lot of that comes from the top though. I know I know the general feeling of the club is we always go, oh, it's, yeah, it's someone else, it's someone else, it's someone else. But there was a question asked by someone on social media the, the other day and it was, oh, if you could ask your owner slash chairman one question and get, guaranteed an honest answer what would that question be and I kind of went well first thing is I realized how lucky I am because I could pop down to the club at any point and go can I ask a quick question and we'll get an honest answer so all, all of that stuff does stem from yourself and everyone else on the board downwards to the management and the players because they, they also interact and I, I know we've, we've joked about social media but they interact with people on social media and that that really, really helps people feel that closeness and that connection to the club as well. And so it's well done to you. Well, that's very kind of you to say so. But, you know, as I said to you, there's an awful lot of good people there. And I think the nice thing about it is the continuity is there. Um, You know, people get to know us, we get to know them. And I think just that stems also from Matt and the players because, you know, they interact well. We get on really well with Matt um and you know he's very open and honest and you know that's one of the things we liked about him when we had a chat to him before he took over as manager you know you know exactly where you stand with him you know um the answer might occasionally be no matt um no we can't do that but he (laughs) also has bought into i think what we are as a club Mm -hmm. um and i wouldn't want to put words in his mouth but i've no reason to suppose that he doesn't absolutely um thoroughly enjoy his involvement you know nobody could work harder his commitment but i also think he's bought into what we're about and you know i think this journey probably started when Doz joined us and you know he's just carried it on and carried it to a different level how lucky are we that we've had you know Doz and Bairdy and now matt and jason because that's where it all stems from and they yeah. buy into the club and their supporters, you know, the Q&A evening, you know, what happens when the teams come out on the pitch, you know, Matt's always over to applaud the supporters, as Doz was, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's they're very different little... characters, but they're very similar from a point of view of connecting with everybody at the club. And, you know, that's why we do pride ourselves on being a sort of family community club. There was a there's nice little moments just before the match. He comes over to the, the sort of side that I tend to stand on, and he will always wave to one or two people. Like, like we said, he might not necessarily know everyone's names, but he knows the face and he, he waves to them. And then does a little interaction with some of the kids, and yeah. that's that's a brilliant little hook because when Doz did that to my nephew, he said, "All, all right, pal." All, all I heard for the next six months was, "I'm his pal. I'm his pal. I'm his pal. I'm his pal." <laughs> <laughs> He says that to everyone, shut up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's those little tiny, tiny, tiny details are really good. And um, so I, I, what I'm hearing is exclusive that Matt's signing a 25 year contract. And <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, he hasn't mentioned it to me yet. <laughs> um, 
So I know you mentioned Dodds, and I know one of the first calls you made um, after the after we got through the next day, I think, was to Dodds to, to invite him down to the final. Is that is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I rang him and said, you know, we'd very much like you and Bairdy uh, to join us uh, at the final as our guests. And uh, needless to say, he's coming. So Dodds and Bairdy are coming with their respective uh, extras um steve mckim and his wife are coming because we've always had a very close relationship with steve um and also jamie collins and his wife are coming so um you know we i mean lots of other ex-players are coming um but you know we felt that in recent times those were the names no disrespect to anybody else but we felt those were the names that you know we particularly wanted to to be there to share it with us you know win or lose um you know come and join us at Wembley as our guests and enjoy the occasion and uh, you know they they all they all said yes so that's great <laughs> so they'll be with us on Sunday Marvellous. and last question before before I let you go um what's the one thing you're looking forward to most from Sunday what, above all else what's the one thing you're you're looking for there should be now the excitement not not the result or anything just what oh, okay. you're looking forward to most? Um, sitting in the Royal Box. I mean, how special is that? Um, and just before kickoff, looking across and thinking, this is, you know, our club, our club at Wembley in a cup final in April 2022. And looking at, I hope, sort of 15,000 Sutton fans with their scarves and their flags and just taking that moment in and their shirts. (laughs) Yes. Um, And just taking that moment in and just sort of thinking, well, tick that box then. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's very similar. It's just possibly the, the the announcement of the lineups um, suddenly realizing the, the, this is the same or different players at the same club. I wouldn't, watching at Margate and Hastings and so on like that and now suddenly coming out at the, the home of English football is just there'll be some blurred vision so I'm gonna to have to film a lot of it because I won't remember much there'll be a few tears I should imagine yeah yeah I must admit I did shed a few after the Wigan penalty shootout <laughs> as I walked onto the pitch it was difficult not to wasn't it so absolutely uh, absolutely but uh, yeah so um all looking forward to it absolutely lovely and um there's well by the time this goes out it probably will be finished there's the bus tour i'm looking forward to tomorrow because i happen to be in the office in in Sutton tomorrow so i'll be running out straight away to to see everyone on the bus yeah Um, i'm jumping on the bus at uh, 12 o'clock and i'll jump off it at six o'clock it's it's one of these sort of silly things really you think well i'm a bit of a bus fan actually anyway (laughs) um so i thought well I've got to do it. You know, why would you not do that day? You know, touring around and then, you know, the Matt and the players will be there in the afternoon and the trophy will be there and there'll be plenty of photo opportunities and we'll sell a bit of merchandise and maybe a few tickets. And um, yeah, uh, that's part of sort of making the most of this appearance and uh, taking the whole situation in really not just on the day but also the build-up although it's been quite difficult on occasions because of um, all the efforts that have had to go in by lots of individuals to make sure the day runs smoothly and we've got all the right people there and as i said to you before we started um you know in the right seats and in the right room for hospitality (laughs) and everything else but um special day so uh, let's hope everybody thoroughly enjoys it and you know makes the most of that opportunity because it may it may not come along again. So take it while it's here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you very, very much for your time. I'll leave it there. Let you get back onto all your other proper media work. And all the no, other no, day, no. Pleasure. Day job. <laughs> Pleasure. All right. Thank you very much. All right, Mike. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. Take care. Okay. Cheers. All the best. Thanks once again to Bruce Elliott there. Now, making no apologies for playing it again, here is Sleepy Joe with From West Sutton to Wembley. Only fools rush in, yeah, I heard it said So we wisely took our time Spent a hundred and twenty-three proud years As a non-league football side 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I had smile cramp as well. So I was, <laughs> no, it was um, a really good afternoon um, yeah, with, with the bus tour leaving at 11, I think it was. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what time it pulled up at, at the high street, um, but Jason and a few players getting down there for about two o'clock. I can get down there till about half two, quarter, about quarter to three. Uh, and then seeing how busy it was and the amount of people and the press and the trophy and the, the little club shop pop-up shop there and and all the interest, it was a really great, great afternoon. And uh, with the busy month that we've had and the amount of games that we've had, uh, it's suddenly hit home that, you know, we're, <laughs> we're in a week leading up to Wembley, which yeah. is great, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, ha I happened to be in the office in, on, on Tuesday. I didn't know that the bus thing was happening. And then when it sort of was announced, I was like, oh, what? I bet they're in Sutton straight away. And then when it was announced from sort of 2.30 to 6, I was like, right, that's it, I'm there. Yeah. Shirt, came to, shirt came to work with me, <laughs> whipped it on. Um, I, I had a good little, oh, a, not a good chat, a little chat with um, Clinton Morrison, right. um, who, who was there. He was talking to yourself and Jason. I felt a bit into a room because I wanted a picture of the, me, you, and Jason with the free, the free, uh, yeah. Um, but Clinton, I was sort of saying to Clinton, You've been a bit overlooked today. <laughs> he's like, yeah, A little bit. Um, yeah. he, said, he, he said it was great chatting to the two of you. Yeah, no, it, it was the first time I've met, met Clinton and he's, he's spoken well of us um, in the past on, on Quest um, on the Saturday Night Highlight Show um, and it was good to meet him personally yesterday. Um, Terry Bullivant knows him um, really yeah. well and actually coached him when Terry was assistant manager at Palace 
So uh, Terry popped down as well for a while and, and saw Clinton. Um, and they, they both speak highly of each other as well. So, no, it was, it was good to meet him personally. Uh, and, yeah, he seemed a really nice guy. Yeah, he was definitely was a nice guy. I'm trying to remind him that I was telling him he should sign for something about eight, nine years ago. <laughs> he wouldn't have a bar of it. <laughs> but, so the whole circus, I mean, I know you like to prepare and do things the right way for every match. But, obviously, with the Wembley final, it's a bit of a, a, a media setup. Stupidly, I've listened to a couple of podcasts that you're on, and I'm like, oh, I can't ask that question. That's been asked. That's been asked. That's been. I'm stopping listening now. Um, but how, how's it been? The whole, the whole sort of just the whole circus. I mean, it's even the semi-finals was a bit. Um, it's probably obviously more so than the semi-final build-up, but um, it's probably a little bit the same. It was um, because we've been so busy with the games, and it's been so thick and fast in the league. Um, suddenly, I think it was the Thursday before we played Wigan on the Tuesday that uh, we went to the Papa John's near St. Heli Hospital and um, had those couple of hours there where there was suddenly a little bit of publicity and supporters turning up and uh, again the trophy was there and uh, and whatever else and it was suddenly oh, you know it's suddenly come on quick from the Harrogate game and suddenly yeah Wigan semi-finals next Tuesday so um, yeah it all come on, on on top a little bit quick and a sort of a little bit of an eye on it there and and, and this week's been no different, really, to be honest. It, you win the semi-final and, and, and obviously it's for the next day. It's just truly un- unbelievable and the messages piling in and, and what a great night that was at Wigan um, and, the, and the emotions of it all. Um, you suddenly then are very quickly waking up and you're back into the league campaign and and uh, you're thick and fast into the matches. Uh, not good timing with us being hit with quite a few injuries as well. Mm-hmm. So suddenly from the Wigan game uh, to the Port Vale game last Saturday, yeah, it's all it's all been about league football and, and, and trying to keep grinding the results out and keeping us right in the mix, you know. So it's, it's, it's been tough. I feel we've done that. Mm-hmm. We certainly got through that bad period with hardly any players fit and some really light numbers travelling and, and, and five away games out of six as well, which is extremely mm-hmm. difficult. Um, so the travelling, the, the injuries, the games... It's been extremely busy, and, and, and yes, there's been the odd chat about Wembley and the odd talk about Wembley, but it's been so busy with, with the league fixtures that you, you really haven't had time to think about it. Um, I know Adrian Barry, Dominic Felton, Tim, obviously Bruce, the chairman, uh, and the rest of the directors have been working tirelessly behind the scenes to to get all the preparation and organisation done. Um, but um, it was probably um, sort of Sunday, Monday, when we had a couple of days off and it was nice to, to sort of half chill out, if you like. Uh, and then the realisation of of what the week's going to entail and how busy the week's going to be leading up to the final. Um, and, and starting with yesterday and, and obviously training, back in training yesterday morning. Uh, and then the Papa John's um, uh, with the high street and the bus and the trophy and all we just spoke about uh, yesterday afternoon. You know, you, you're soon, soon hitting home about uh, what is actually going on at the weekend? <laughs> well, it's, it, I mean, I, unfortunately, you've done lots of podcasts, and this is not going to be as professional as any of them because I'm all over the place. Um, but no, the, what, what, one of the things I wanted to say is, first of all, you creased me up on the night we beat Wigan, um, where you said something along the lines of, "Well, yeah, the lads can celebrate on the bus back, but tomorrow trains back <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. on." <laughs> we, we were in fits about. We thought that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> And for me, it was, I, was at, I stayed over at Wigan and it was breakfast the next morning as I was kind of scrolling through social media. It was the whole focus, and I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about what what happened beforehand, but um, the whole focus has been, oh, we haven't been to Wembley for such a long time. And it's, oh my God, we got to Wembley. And then all of a sudden it was like, there, there's a trophy here. There's something to actually play. It's not just getting to Wembley, there's a whole game. Um, how was the night? I, I, I loved, I've got it on video somewhere where you, kind of dragged Bruce over and he kind of approached you on the pitch with his head in his hands as if you going, what have you done? <laughs> um, <laughs> how, how was the end of that match? What what, what stood out for you? Um, it was all a bit surreal, to be honest. Yeah, it was all a bit, it, everything happens so quick and it's all the unknown, isn't it? Um, so I feel probably uh, 
it was probably the Monday night, the, the 24 hours before the game, that it probably really hit me. Um, that, I, I, you know, ever since I've come to the club, uh, my relationship with Bruce and, and the whole board is just, I couldn't ask for anything better. Um, <laughs> not that Bruce has put pressure on me on this. Um, but... let, me just, let me just say the exact words Bruce said is, I may have mentioned it, or as Matt would say, kept banging on about it. <laughs> that's, that's the exact words he said. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen, he's seen Sutton play at Wembley, mm-hmm. but he's never seen Sutton play at Wembley under his stewardship as, as being chairman. And through all what the... The, the club has, has done in, in recent years and, and obviously under the Paul Doswell area and, and the amazing success that he had and the club had, um, probably topping off with, with the cut run, obviously, but obviously winning the National South as well, a great achievement and setting the club up where it is today. And uh, the FA Cup run, of course, Bruce it being in charge and uh, as chairman and, and beating Leeds, beating Wimbledon and the cut run and then playing Arsenal at home, what an amazing dream and achievement that was. Um, so then, <laughs> I think against all odds, go and win the National League last year and uh, and get us into, into the Football League and suddenly he sees Sutton United, a Football League club. I think the, the icing and the, and the final box to tick would be uh, would be in a Wembley, a Wembley appearance and yeah, I would be lying if he's only told me that once. <laughs> um, so, uh, and for how well I get on with him and our relationship and how honest, straight, supportive that he is, um, I say give it to Bruce. I am pleased for him more than anybody. Um, but obviously, I'm pleased for myself and the yeah, staff and the players and the rest of the board and all the supporters and everyone connected to the club. But mm-hmm. yeah, for, for the service that he's given to the club, for however many years, um, to, to for him to sit up in the royal box and and watch Sutton, Sutton out there is going to be certainly special for everyone. And uh, and yeah, so to I didn't even know he was coming on the pitch. And you, you know, you, you, your question is what happened after. And I, I remember probably the last 10, 12 minutes at Wigan feeling like the longest 10, 12 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I was like. I know they said there's no extra time, but if that ref suddenly says there's extra time, <laughs> about seven of our players are going to collapse. There's no, just, it, was, uh, it was such as, well, I thought, you know, we went toe-to-toe from first half, took the lead, um, really pleasing stuff first half. I thought we were excellent at the start of the second half. I thought we were brilliant. Um, but we're certainly hanging on for that last 10, 15 minutes. And, uh, and I just kept looking at their big scoreboard and uh, I think I was looking at twice a minute. So it just kept going very, very yeah. slowly. So in, in that 80th minute onwards, I would have certainly taken penalties. Yeah, uh, we mean, got there and, and then you're trying to, we, we obviously talk about the eventual, eventuality of penalties, uh, myself, Jace, Mickey, Andy Little, um, about our process and how we're going to plan for it. And it was very similar to what we did in the previous rounds against Stevenage. Um, so then you suddenly go into that. Uh, I was remarkably calm throughout the play, uh, throughout the penalties. I couldn't believe how calm I was because I don't know. It was probably a, a feeling of not being able to control anything. So uh, I, I had a little thirty seconds with the lads, uh, a little huddle. I said what I said to him, and, and then that was my job done as far as I'm concerned. I'll just stand there and watch, just like everybody else, you know. Um, but my initial, initial reaction. Uh, when we'd won it was certainly to the director's box and, and to the board uh, and then obviously on to the players and eventually working you, you get across eventually to the to the supporters uh, and what a special moment that was uh, but it seems as we was on the edge of the box there suddenly we saw Bruce and, and Aid and, and Tim and, the, and a couple of other directors obviously making their way across the pitch and and it was it was so special to see Bruce on there and I thought it was only right that you know, the, the supporters um, paid their tributes to him as well as him to them because uh, we are all in it together. So, no, it's, it's certainly a special night. They will never be forgotten. Yeah, this this is... I mean, I'd actually mentioned it to him and he said that his intention was to go to the dressing room 
really realised the dressing rooms were so far away. <laughs> I'll go to the beach instead. That's fine. Yeah. I don't remember doing it before. Um, so no. he, he said, I've never done anything like that. So no. he, he wasn't wasn't expecting it. But yeah, it was it was really really nice um, to have him have that um, reaction from everyone. You you do the same as he does, and you've done this all season or last season as well. A lot of the hard work is deflected onto. Well, it's all these other people are doing it. I, I, I understand it and I get it. Um, but there's strings being pulled from all these other people into, into the, the overall picture. So um, it, it's huge credit to, to, to guys for, for seeing the overall picture that we didn't. I've said many, many times where people say, Could you, is this beyond your wildest dreams? And I'm like, no, because I didn't know we were allowed to dream this <laughs> um, I had absolutely no idea. I've seen some fans say that Wembley was on their bucket list. Never occurred to me, honestly. That even the even the playoff semi-finals a few years back, I'm sure I just didn't really think about Wembley. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it hasn't sunk in yet. Um, I'm being very miserable. I've got loads of people from work wanting to go, and I said, "Oh, here's where you can buy your tickets." I'm still going on my own to sit, <laughs> like I normally do at football, and I'll talk to the other people that come to football with me. Yeah. Um, so, um, but there was. Sorry, I lost my thread there. Um, let's have a little look. So, obviously, as we mentioned, the circus has been going on all week. You've had loads and loads of little things to do. Um, the excitement has now started. You've mentioned it. I'm assuming all players have declared themselves absolutely 110% fit. Um, even if they've got one leg hanging off, um, everyone's declared themselves fit. So, um, any any hints on the lineup? Um, no. No, not overly. Through <laughs> um, the tough period that we've been on, with the injuries that we had, all of them oh, were not long term. I knew everyone was yeah. going to be there or thereabouts, and and a couple of people asked me, "Oh, are they saving themselves for Wembley? Have we taken our eye off the ball?" And that actually, quite annoys me to be honest. It annoys me on both fronts. We certainly have never taken our eye off the ball. This group of players would never do that. Um, as well as they'd, they'd never protect themselves because um, I, I I've heard them, I've seen them and that burning desire uh, to try and get back-to-back -back promotions is certainly there. So <laughs> to be questioning the group like that is, is that, you know, it's, it's scandalous for me and, and, and certainly not the case. Um, but, but the players are, are back in training. We, we did have a nice couple of days off after this busy period. Uh, we're back in training. We were yesterday. Uh, so building up to the week ahead, uh, I've I've got to be honest with you. It's, it's uh, three years into management, nearly um, in football. This is going to be the hardest conversations I've ever had because uh, I know I'm going to have to have a couple with some that I'm sorry you're not starting, and I might even have to. Well, I'm going to have to have a couple with a few. I'm sorry you're not in the 18, and yeah. and and they're they're going to be very very difficult conversations um, to have, and I'm not looking forward to them one little bit. Um, but that's unfortunately the position that I'm in as, as manager and that's the conversations that I have to have. But I like to think the lads know me by now and, and whether they don't like it, which they're not going to, um, I hope they respect the decision and they certainly, they'll certainly hopefully see the, the honesty in, in why I'm making that decision. Uh, but one thing I do know with whoever those lads I'm having those conversations with, uh, all right, they might they will be disappointed, but uh, that we'll all be massively in it together. Uh, to go and get that result on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, don't don't get me wrong. I knew I knew I wasn't going to get the lineup. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you, again, that's something that you've built in, and I, I've, I've said that somewhere before that the the, the the phrase "run through brick walls" it gets chucked around, but it's like you can see that with this this group. Um, and I, again, I didn't mean this in a disparaging way, but I've, I've run Sunday league teams, and the way they interact with each other. You can just see that there's mates and um one of my favorite was i think joe and kobe got into the team of the week and joe uh, kobe was keeping um, louis out the side at the time and louis was the first person retweeting it going oh car share friends and i'm like oh there we go that's the little <laughs> that's the joking around it's none of this sulking that i'm not in the team obviously everyone wants to be in the team um but again that's down to you've mentioned it many many times in recruitment and your guys' ethos all the way through. Yeah. You, yeah, often, you yeah. often mention people who aren't in the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Exactly, and we are all in together because it's not just eleven players who get you to the Papa John's final. It's never, it's not eleven players who got us promoted last year, and it's not eleven players that have got us to where we are in the league this year. We are all in together, and over the course of a season, a cup run, um, we're going to need everybody, and and the players certainly realise that, and the team spirit. And I've said this many times, but it's true. But Craig Eastman and Harry Butterman, how they run that dressing room for me is just, you know, I couldn't ask for a two better lads. You know, they're absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, they they, uh, they really helped me with that and, and control the lads. And, and the lads have got so much respect for those two as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep this on, to, on, on Papa John's, um, but there is something I'd, I'd want to have another conversation another time is when, when you first joined, there was quite a few of the, the senior players and leaders that kind of moved on at, at that time. So to, to know you've got that, those, those senior players who are doing what you want them to do in the Champions League, yeah. huge, huge benefit. Yeah. Um, I did, um, I have to say, not in the, in the safety of a video call, I did wonder once we sort of hit January and we, we were okay, did we kind of not, not relax, but in that little bit of, do you know what, we're safe now. Um, but it did also coincide with this terrible run of injuries that um, obviously we never ever got on the, the terrible, awful 3G pitch, which um, <laughs> I, I couldn't understand why everyone hated it. It's because it causes injuries and we never ever got it. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know the pitch hasn't caused us injuries. It was just um, yeah. strange that we've got the bad injuries. Did you and Jason ever consider registering yourselves? Uh, no. <laughs> I can answer that very, very quickly. <laughs> you know, those days are long gone. I wish my body would allow me, but like, yeah, no chance, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so just a tiny little bit on what do you see as like the, the benefits of the cup run and the negative, if, if there's been any negatives um, of it? Well, I don't, certainly don't see there being any, any negatives. Um, the only thing you would say is just the schedule, but I'm not certainly going to moan about that. I'm just adding the games in where other teams or we might have been able to potentially get a rest to be a little bit fresh. I don't think we'd have lost at Walsall and Swindon if we hadn't played against Wigan. <laughs> but I'm certainly not changing that. And 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 and, and yes, that's not the reason why we've got injuries, injuries is the Wigan game. But um, yeah, just, just the schedule would be the only thing, but I wouldn't change it. Uh, of course not. Uh, the positives, so many. I said very, very early on how seriously I wanted to take the competition. Uh it's natural. You want to win things. You want to be successful. You, we've won the league last year. You want to keep winning things. You want to keep driving on. And realistically, we're entering four competitions and we can only realistically achieve success in two. Uh, we're not going to win the FA Cup. We're not going to win the League Cup. Um, but we've got a chance to win the Papa John's. And we've got a chance to to win, stroke, get promoted or whichever way you want to look at it, get, um, achieve another uh, promotion. Um, which is another huge success. So they they were certainly our, our driver for Of course, you want to go as far as you can in the League Cup, and we put a great show in at, at Cardiff. Um, disappointed to go out away at Bristol Rovers, but a tough draw for us uh, there in the first round. Uh, after being, especially after being one 0 up, was very disappointing. Um, but Papa John's, uh, many reasons. One to win a trophy. Obviously, the the, the carrot of a Wembley final. Um, but. With all that's gone on over the club and, and the changes that we're seeing at the club, new stands, floodlights, turnstiles, etc., etc., and I could go on. Finances are, are extremely important, important for us, and and um, and the prize money, um, however little, however small, or, or however big it started to get, was massive for us, and and we worked, we've we've managed to do well with the prize money, obviously, in this competition, and it was another reason for us to. To very much so win games and take it seriously. Also, back in the group stages, we started off well. We were on a good runs, and and actually the Crystal Palace game at the start really got us going. I think it got us going into the season and a, a three 0 win, and that was probably the start after a little bit of a, a tricky start and unfortunately not getting some results we deserved. But but the Palace game really really did get us going, and uh, and to not concede a goal and in the group three wins. You know, it's, it's been really good for us to keep the run going, keep the positivity, uh, keep churning out successful results, keep earning money, and keep getting closer to Wembley and hopefully closer to another trophy. Yeah, um, you did identify it quite quite early. Um, I, I don't have any other meet them out. I didn't get to any of the managers' meetings um, under DOS, but I was at um, the one you did uh, back in November, I think it was. 
and he sort of said it then and I was like hang on a minute what was this is something we don't do that we're aiming for this competition <laughs> um, but you, you were quite clear then um, that this is one of the competitions um, I know lots of people have have uh, problems with the competition because of the, the, the format um, but yeah I think it was a lot of Sutton fans as soon as they started hearing about the prize money they were like oh hang on <laughs> what's that <laughs> how much do we get for a win yes we'll have that thank you very much yeah. Uh, do you have mentioned did it together a couple of times do you like that kind of thing where the fans are also going yeah we understand the money situation um probably i, I know there's lots of fans where clubs have gone bankrupt and they understand it but something have never ever ever been in that position it was unlikely to ever, ever be in that position but do, 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 do you sort of um, you appreciate that but the fans are like we understand we've got to cut our cloth yeah and, yeah yeah totally and I, I think the fans are completely aware of of where we are, um, even punching above our weight last year as a National League club, let alone as a Football League club. So when, when you're suddenly offering 10 grand a win in the group stages, uh, that's a hell of a lot of money for us. And, uh, and and of course, it's huge that we've managed to win the three group games and then the, obviously the prize money has increased since then. So um, as I say, that was, a, that was a certainly a major reason. Uh, and I think Bruce told me as well, it would be nice to win tonight, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> without putting any pressure on <laughs> yeah I did at, at that meeting I did feel um, I'd felt for him when he, he realised the, the, the whole beer in the bar situation where where money was walking out the door and, <laughs> and, and no, but, uh, all the other comments people were saying I just saw the pain in his eyes when he saw all the pounds walking away from the, yeah. from the door um, Bruce he's not tight but he's he wants to earn as much money as possible. And that's why we'll um, never go bankrupt. <laughs> I've said so many times, when I, even when I was young, and people bored of this, but the, the insult of, oh, the, the board is just a bunch of accountants. And I used to, I went to Southern and I was like, that's that's a really good thing. They, huge, they know, huge positive. Yeah, yeah. They, they, won't, they won't spend any money they haven't got. Um, right, so we've sold... Last update, 13,500 tickets, and it's payday the next few days. <laughs> um, did you ever dream we'd get that kind of sales? When, when they said we've just bought under just under 15,000, I was like, that's, that's a bit ambitious, but yeah, we're possibly going to sell out. Yeah, I, initially, I think I got asked, I think it was on the coach on the way home, I was speaking to Bruce and Aid. how many do you think we'll get? <laughs> and I think I've guessed at 10. So, uh, so they exceeded my expectations, and to be sitting here on thirteen and a half plus, I think uh, now, um, still a few days to go. As you say, payday, um, and I'm sure there'll be some some last minute ticket sales. If we can get fifteen thousand plus, that would just be unbelievable. And and I know we've got the horseshoe from from halfway line uh, round behind the goal yeah. to the, to the other side at the halfway line. If we can fill that hole of that bottom tier, it's going to be a, a special moment walking out to that. Behind the goal is definitely full. Yeah. <laughs> there was for a few days one or two seats here, there, and everywhere, and even yeah. they've gone now as well. So it's like, yeah, we're all we're all pretending we're not, but all of us are logging back onto Ticketmaster and having a little look where the seats are. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's saying, "Oh, I'm not doing that," but everyone's doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just mental for us. I mean, I, I looked back. Um, at what at the, att the average attendance from 10 years ago was 508 yeah um, and now our average is 3300 yeah. and 13,000 at least yeah yeah I, i'm not gonna lie mike i've done the same I'm yeah. <laughs> nice and seeing those little blue dots still there. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just praying that those blue dots, are there. there's quite a few chunks are in and around opposite the, the dugouts there, opposite the other side of the halfway line, isn't there? And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, please fill those up. That'd be lovely. <laughs> but that's, that's, I think the cameras are on that side, so that's why they're yeah. sending out this side first. Yeah, um, but still, I'll be, looking, I'll be looking yeah. at those little gaps, won't I? I'm thinking, <laughs> come on, let's, let's complete those and, and fill it all up. So are we doing the full-on cup final um, regalia, the whole suits for the players and yourselves, or no. are we no? <laughs> we we, we no, are no white suits at Wembley, no. No, no, we're Sutton United. <laughs> we do what we do. <laughs> um, no, I'm a tracksuit manager. Uh, I'll be mm -hmm. I'll be walking out as I always do in my tracksuit, in my gilet if it's cold, which it's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I know. Um, so I'll, I'll be walking out as normal. Players will be turning up as normal. 
there's no cut final songs. There's no white suits. Um, we're just we're just turning up. We'll we'll be trying to keep as much normality as possible, uh, and hopefully getting another result to to bring a trophy home. Absolutely, um, and there is a cup final song. Joe, Joe um, has done a cup final song. All right. Um, so if, if you haven't heard it, I'll, I'll actually send that to you. Yeah, so, but it's not it's not the players joining in with Chaz and Dave. It's not. It's not the players. No, no. <laughs> oh, we could, who can we have got? We could have got Tim Vines here. <laughs> Um, that about wraps it up. I'm, as I say, I've kept it to Papa John's because I want to try and um, well, not be a stalker and get a restraining order for another time. Um, but unless there was anything you wanted to, to, to mention, um, although there was one thing, um, not to do with Papa John's. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's an old news now, uh, but when I spoke to Bruce on Monday, I'd mentioned that um, well, when is the 25-year contract going on the table? Um, <laughs> And then afterwards on Monday, it was all panic stations on a lot of social media and forum of, oh my God, Wimbledon's um, parted ways with their, with their manager. Somebody locked Matt away in a, in a, in a dark room. <laughs> uh, to, today, they've appointed a manager. Um, I, I think Tim, well, I said it's Lee and the season. But I don't want to put words in your mouth, but at a manager's meeting, you were kind of basically saying, uh, when I think, I can't remember the time which job it was you were being linked with at the time, Charlton, I think it was. Um, but you basically said, I've got I've got a, a whiteboard here at Sutton. I've, I've got I'm building it in my own image. Um, is 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 this something you see? I know you're obviously young and ambitious, and no one knows the future. And as you said, if, if Tottenham come calling, then <laughs> um, but you see your future, at, your legacy to be built at Sutton. One hundred percent, and um, I'm loving every single minute of. Like I say, there's many, many reasons. I, firstly, on a personal note, of course, I'm ambitious and I want to manage at the highest level I can possibly manage. Um, and I want to, when I retire, whenever that, whatever age that may be, you look back on your career and you go, well, I maxed out and I achieved the maximum I thought I could possibly achieve. But that's no different to anyone in any walk of life and in any business. Um, that's, just, that's just natural. So I'm no different in that. But one thing I'm not, uh, is impatient and, and certainly in a rush. And I spent 12 years as an assistant at many different clubs, working under several different managers and certainly learning my trade. Um, and also know how f quick football can change and I know how fickle football is as well. So why would I want to jump ship or, or do anything silly at the moment uh, when I'm extremely happy? I've got an unbelievable chairman, board, um, staff, Jason, my assistant, Terry Bullivan, players. Uh, I, I couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. And and also, I feel this we're still so much room to improve, both on and off the pitch, and we've still got so much to achieve. And and can Sutton win a Papa's John's final? I'd like to hope so. And if it's not this year, we'd have another go. And can Sutton try and challenge for League One and get into League One? Again, if it's not this year, let's have another go. And, you know, we're not standing still here. We're not stopping. And, and uh, yes, I'm the manager, but with, with everybody's help uh, as one, we, we want to keep driving this club forward and, and achieving more success. And, and I'm very much hungry to do so. So um, I'm more than happy here. I've moved down to the area. Uh, I couldn't be happier with so many uh, things, both at Sutton and away from Sutton. So... Um, no, I, I won't be going to IFC Wimbledon. Um, I'm very happy here. Um, it, I'm looking forward to Wembley and the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, there, there's I sort of didn't actually ever believe it because it's like, oh, hang on, as I say, you're building something here and then you've got to knock it all down and restart and rebuild it. I think possibly, could be not getting a punch here, because you've been around for years, as you mentioned, the 12 years, and you've kind of always been around, People are sort of putting aging you a bit more than you are because obviously you. you, you I know, I know where I look, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to criticise that at all. <laughs> I'm only 24 myself. Um, but yeah, because you've been sort of there for a while, not necessarily something, but you've been around. I think it's people all want to use going to want to have that have those ambitions, and yeah, maybe they are sort of five, six, ten years down the line. But I looked the other week. Apparently, you're the in the, in the 92 clubs. You've been in your job 17th longest. Really? Out of 92 clubs you've been, and that was a couple of weeks ago. So it was like, that is, that's mental. I mean, I, I come from watching um, years and years about people like John Lyle at West Ham for 400 years. 
Um, and it's like, no, I, I didn't know that, Mike. That's, that's mental. It feels like I've been in the job two minutes and I'm 17th longest service. It, it just goes to show you what, what football's like, um, like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so while I'm happy and, and driving this on and, and uh, seeing so much potential here with, with the club, um, Carl, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy. And uh, as long as Sutton are happy to have me too, I'm, I'm delighted. <laughs> <to start. laughs> you got into the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah, great. I mean, you could... Couldn't not really, but <laughs> no, unbelievable one, and to see the people in the Hall of Fame as well, and to to be put into that um, that bracket was a, a huge achievement. I'm, I'm, I was delighted with that. Perfect. Well, I'm gonna let you go. What 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 are you gonna? When is your moment going to be on Saturday? When you really don't, like a Sunday? Don't, don't turn up on Wednesday on Saturday. <laughs> when is your moment on Sunday going to be? Oh my God, we really are here. Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest, Mike. I don't know. We're um we're we're training on a Saturday morning, then we're heading up to Wembley. Uh, we've got like many teams do the little tour around, so familiarise yourself with the change rooms. Uh, anyone, all the lads who want to take videos or pictures, let's get all that out of the way with it. And rightly so, because it's a unique once in a lifetime opportunity. Um so two right, let's go and have that hour there. Um but then when we when we go to the hotel around the corner that is preparing like we always do and, and nothing will change in our preparation once we get to the hotel um, and on the Sunday morning, the, the build-up to the game. But I don't know, walking a team out, it's not normal you do that, no. <laughs> especially especially at Wembley, uh, the national anthem. You know, you know, there's, there's, there's several moments here that you, you don't know where you're going to be. Probably walking out to that whole horseshoe of amber and seeing all supporters <laughs> and... Um, yeah, the director's up in the Royal Box and, yeah, it probably it's why it's kept me awake at night at the moment, probably thinking <laughs> of all that. Um, but then I, I, I certainly do know when that when that whistle goes, it's uh, it's game on. And uh, yeah. I, I know I'll be, I could be anywhere, um, but we've got a football match being played between those four white lines and uh, and we'll be trying the hardest to win, that's for sure. Excellent. I, I, I can't answer that question myself because I'm fairly confident my, my vision will be very blurred for a little while. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, <laughs> a few tears, and I'm fully expecting to see a lot of people around me with their mouths wide open going, why are we here? I mean, it was mad, it was mad at Wigan. Um, Wembley's just going to be, no, this isn't happening. Um, I think Nick um, has said that he's fairly convinced that um, this is a, a head injury he got a few years ago and he's going to wake up in hospital and it's all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> But I will leave you there, get, get some dinner, get, try and get some rest yeah. <laughs> and uh, work out all your permutations and thank you for your time and best of luck. No, thanks for doing this, Mike. It's a great job you're doing. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, hopefully I'll come on again soon, eh? Lovely. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. Brilliant. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.